Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Terry White. Terry, are you ready to do this? Absolutely. Excellent. Let's do this. Terry is the president and CEO of SunWest Trust, where he lives out his passions for educating and inspiring potential investors to build their own self-directed IRAs that are customized to fit their unique needs and financial goals. I'm excited to have you on. Terry, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, um, I, George, I've been married for 38 years. I have uh, three boys who actually all work with me. Congratulations. And, uh, have two great uh, grandsons that I'm going to spend a little time with this afternoon. So, nice. got a great life. Excellent. And tell us how you got started doing what you're doing, and uh, and some more about the passion that that they, they have for the work. Well, George, that's a that's kind of a long story, but I'll try to give you the short version. Um, I have a degree in accounting from the University of New Mexico. Here, I live in Albuquerque, and I started my career as a controller for a title company. And then uh, from that, a few years later, uh, to avoid being fired, I quit and started uh, my escrow company, which over the years became a trust company where we uh, handle self-directed IRAs. So um, I always had a passion for investing and helping people manage their money and giving them the best options and stuff. So that's kind of how we got to where we are today with uh, SunWest Trust. Got it. And... As, as we all, as, well, certainly as, as you know, you're, you're also the author of a book, which is entitled, When All You Have is a Hammer, an, Infor- an Informational Guide to Self-Directed IRAs. I would have to imagine, I, I don't know the percentage, but the majority of retirement assets that people have are in traditional investments like the stock market. So I imagine you have thoughts on that. Absolutely. There are actually about 42 million IRAs in the country, almost $9 trillion dollars. And it's kind of hard to tell, but we think anywhere from three to five percent of those are in what is termed a self-directed IRA. In other words, people investing in things other than stocks, bonds, mutual funds. Uh, so there's a huge opportunity for people to uh, invest in other things if they're so inclined. Got it. And your thought process is that perhaps they should be more inclined. Well, the the thought process behind the book, for one thing, is just a way to educate people because, you know, we get calls every day here at my office uh, where people say their CPA is telling them it's not legal to invest in a private company. Um, And so people just don't know. So I'm kind of on a quest uh, through your podcast and others to educate people and give them the opportunity to make that decision for themselves. Um, you know, all the time I tell people what we do and they say, well, I, I didn't even know you could do that. I didn't know you could, you know, buy precious metals in your IRA or uh, lend someone money, that kind of thing. So maybe that's a good jumping off spot is for whatever reason, if it's just things are the way that they are and this is how we've always done them. The vast majority, over 95% of the IRAs that are out there are traditional IRAs and a very small percentage, less than five, are in these, I, I, I suppose, I don't want to call them non-traditional, but that's that's sort of what they are if everything else is traditional, uh, is in self-directed IRAs. So it is perfectly legal to have a self-directed IRA and then 
is there a limit on what you can invest in? Are there certain things you can, can't? Yeah, exactly. The the only limit, the IRS doesn't tell you what you can invest in. They tell you what you cannot invest in. And so basically, um, if anybody's interested, they can look at the Internal Revenue Code, Section 4975, and it basically says you cannot invest in life insurance or collectibles. Um, so given those two things, the only other thing you have to be careful about is investing with a disqualified party, which we can talk about if we get a chance. Um, but but given those two things, that's that's all you cannot invest in. So that leaves, you know, that leaves a world of things, real estate, um, you, you know, you name it. We've had people invest in racehorses and, um, you know, in private companies and startup companies. I've been told, I don't know if it's true or not, but I've been told that some of the investment that started Facebook came from an IRA. Got it. Interesting. All right. So, hmm. What what is a good jumping off point for this? Perhaps it's it's a matter of who is a good candidate for a self directed IRA. That's a great question, and that's the reason for uh, my interest in educating people because I I firmly believe it's not necessarily good for my business, but I firmly believe that there's um, a number of people out there that probably would be would do best just to leave their IRA with their you know, with their friendly brokerage house, leave it in a mutual fund, that kind of thing. But for those few people who understand investing, who are un- who understand a particular type of investment, um, it's an opportunity for them to get involved. Um, so a lot of times people think, you know, man, I'd love to, I'd love to flip houses, but I just don't have any money. Um, so once they find out that their IRA is a potential source of money. Um, that just opened up opens up a whole new world for them as far as what you know because a lot of times people don't have any cash in their bank account but they have been contributing to an IRA and they may have some money there or they may have uh, you know a 401k from a company that they worked for previously so that's a source of money that they could do something with but I think it's very important to point out that it's not for everyone and unless you're willing you know, to put some work and some research and learn, um, it's probably not for the people that just want to, you know, want someone to tell them what to do or how to invest their their money. I think it's important that people do their research and understand what they're investing in um, and make the make an, an educated decision. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. All right. So so your company, um, for lack of a better term, unlocks the potential of assets inside of an IRA that are typically invested in in, in, in mutual funds, stuff like that. So let's just use, we'll, we'll, we'll use me an example. I have, let's say I have $100,000 in an IRA and I've been meaning or wanting to start invested in real estate, buy some rental properties. I come to you and what? Well, yeah, what you do is, um, you know, you would come to, either SunWest Trust or a custodian like them. There are several custodians around the country uh, that will allow you to invest your IRA in things other than what normal, you know, people normally know about, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, CDs, that kind of thing. And then once you set up the account, um, everyone needs to understand that the investments that you make are strictly up to you. And the custodian that you're dealing with, in this case, SunWest Trust, will only act at your specific written instructions. So 
We don't make any any decisions about what you invest in. We don't do any research about whether it's a good investment or a bad investment. That's left completely up to the individual who owns the IRA. So it gives you a tremendous amount of freedom. But, uh, you know, as we all know, with freedom comes responsibility. And so you have to be willing to take that responsibility for yourself. Okay. So... Do I have a choice on, on, on how much of my IRA that I put in there? In, in this example, I have $100,000 in my IRA. I can put all of it in. I can put $50,000 in. Is there is there a maximum or a minimum? No, if you've already got the money in the IRA, with your example, you've got 100000 and let's just say you've got it at a brokerage house at this point. You can just move a portion of that, and you can keep money um, at your existing IRA. There's no limit on the number of IRAs you can have. So you can keep, you know, two or three, whatever you want to do, depending on your retirement goals. Uh, so, yeah, it's not an all or nothing kind of thing. You could take a piece of that and invest it. And if it does well, you can add more. Um, if if you made some particular investment that has a life cycle, you know, and it runs out, you can you can move it back into your normal what we what we've referred to as a traditional IRA. So it's pretty flexible. Okay, got it. So let's just let's keep our, our example. Let's say that I put fifty thousand dollars into my new self-directed IRA, and I, ha- I have in mind a desire to use twenty-five thousand of that to to buy a rental property or a couple rental properties. Can I hold also if I wanted to invest in gold or some other asset? Um, am I able to do that inside the same account? Absolutely, yes. You can so so if you set up an account with us, let's call it a self-directed IRA custodian like SunWest Trust, you can hold several different assets within that account. Um, and so you could have you could have some gold, you could have a piece of real estate, you could have even just a portion of real estate. In other words, you know your twenty-five thousand. I'm not sure where you live, but uh, twenty-five thousand doesn't buy a lot of real estate where I am. So you might go in with other people who are a non-disqualified parties and you may only only owe a fractional piece of a, of a piece of real estate um, along with some other types of assets. Got it. Well, since it's been brought up twice, what is a disqualified party? Okay, great question. Um, so the Internal Revenue Code defines disqualified parties as yourself. So in other words, you cannot, if you own a piece of real estate or you own something, you cannot have your IRA buy that from you. Your IRA cannot do business with you directly. Um, also, your IRA cannot do business with family. And interestingly, the IRS defines family as your ascendants and descendants. So that means your parents, grandparents, kids, grandkids. Um, and then the only other uh, disqualified party is someone who provides services to your IRA. So let's say you're uh, you have an, an accountant that does some of the tax returns that might be required for your IRA or something. You couldn't do business with them. Um, if you, let's say now you and I have met and, you know, you, you wanted to make an investment with me, um, you're, you couldn't do that with your IRA because my company um, and the company that I own uh, does provide services for your IRA. So I would be a disqualified party. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. Understood. Okay. So, uh, I'm, I, what are some of the really, really common places that, that people invest? I'm sure it's real estate, but what about things like debt? Well, the biggest one uh, in my company is real estate. And, and debt is, a, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that's a great opportunity 
um, not only for people to lend money to someone else, um, but also you can purchase debt. Um, I, for the last 40 years of my life, have purchased debt on real estate and de- in various forms. And so that's something you can go out and do. You don't have to actually create a loan. You can find a loan that's already existing and maybe has some history and purchase that. And that may reduce the, uh, may reduce the pen- potential risk uh, because you already have something that's performing. Um, I also, one of our customers that I met uh, or I talked to on the phone purchased um, like credit card debt. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but he would, there's websites online where you can purchase credit card debt. Um, and then he'd turn around and try to get people to pay that back. You buy it at pennies on the dollar and then try to get them to give you nickels on the dollar, I guess, to pay it back. Um, also, we've had people that buy uh, tax liens. I don't know in the state that you live in if they have those, but I know in Colorado you can go buy, if someone doesn't pay the taxes on their property, you can buy that tax debt and then they have to pay you back at some point in time or they lose the property. So those are all opportunities for people to invest their their IRAs. Got it. Okay. So I, I, I open the account with, um, with SunWest. I transfer money from my existing IRA to my new self-directed IRA. I have a transaction that I've decided I'm interested in engaging in. I'm going to put um, $50,000 of the 100000 towards real estate. It's, it's incumbent upon me to make sure that I'm crossing all the, the T's and dotting the I's. Um, how, how does it work? And then you just help me hold the money and, and hold the asset? Yeah, well, so the IRS requires that you have a custodian. So that's why we're in place. And what I meant by at your direction is you make the decision about what you want to invest in. Um, now, we will help you in you know, we will require certain documentation to, to uh, you know, to make sure that your IRA is in, has title to the piece of property. But for instance, if you're buying uh, a house, it would be up to you to go find the property, to negotiate the price. And then we would be the SunWest Trust as custodian for your IRA, <clears throat> excuse me, would be the purchaser. But most importantly is that you determine that it that it for you it was a good it is a good investment and you make that decision um, the, a self-directed IRA custodian doesn't make any of those kinds of kinds of decisions for you um, so you would also probably you know in the house example you know most likely you would close with a title company and that kind of thing to make sure that you got clear legal title to it um, maybe something a little a little more uh, you know, a little better as far as our explanation is, let's say someone came to you and wanted you to invest in their their private business that they're starting. Um, it would be up to you to make sure that that was a legitimate business and that this was a trustworthy person and, you know, that you were what you were buying as far as whether it be stock in their company or a membership, uh, membership unit interest in an LLC, that kind of thing. Understood. So you you are by no means providing investment advice. You're not an investment advisor or anything like that. Correct. Got it. All right. So like everything else in life, Terry, I'm sure there's lots of ways to mess this up. What are some of the common areas that that, that, that people goof up on? Well, you know, it, it all goes back, George, to just um, people doing some research on their own and, do, and educating themselves. 
there is a lot of information out on the internet, obviously. You've got to be careful and make sure that that, that what you're reading, you know, find a couple of sources and make sure that, that it's, that what you're reading is true. Um, I think that's the most important thing. One of the things we see is people not being careful how they um, have assets titled. You know, you can't, you can't go out there and find a house, for instance, and say, okay, I'm gonna put that in my name and then I'll assign it to my IRA later. You can't do that. It has to be in the, IRA, in the name of the IRA from the very beginning. The purchase agreement needs to be in the name of the IRA. The other thing we see is there's a thing called, I don't know if you've ever heard of a thing called checkbook control IRAs. Have you heard of that? I have. Well, those are, they're legitimate. There's not a problem with them. The problem comes in in that the people that have them either don't know what they're doing or the person that sold it to them didn't help them understand what they're doing. And so they uh, accidentally or on purpose commingle their private funds with their IRA funds. Um, you know, so you just have to be careful about that. And again, it just goes back to, and I can't stress this enough is educating yourself. Um, my company, for instance, has, we have well over 200 videos on YouTube. Um, our channel is SunWest IRA, where you can go and watch a, a short five to seven minute video and educate yourself about a particular topic that you're thinking about investing in. And also my book is a great, maybe a great way to start just to give you an idea of the actual questions to ask your CPA or your tax professional um, before you waste all the time with them. You know, it'd be good to read that book and at least have good questions um, to come up with to begin with. Yeah, I appreciate that very much. I think that the more information you can get going into uh, something like this and like, like, like anything, the better. And then, then working with professionals, there's immense value in that, obviously. So yes. Well, Terry, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Well, I think they, uh, you know, along with my business, the interesting idea is that, you know, you have an opportunity to, opportunity to invest your IRA in things other than stocks and bonds and mutual funds. And so I think the tip would be to go out and uh, educate yourself and decide if that's something that would be valuable for you. Um, and if it is, then educate yourself about a particular kind of investment and, and try it out. Well, I think that is great stuff that definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. And Terry, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Where can they get a copy of your book? George, thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity to speak to you and to your listeners. Um, they can go to sunwesttrust.com. That's our website. And there they can request my book for free. And they can either download an ebook or they can request it. We'll mail them an actual copy of it. Um, and then if they want to contact me, the best thing to do there is to go to the contact section in the website and uh, send us an email. And I would love it if they would mention um, this podcast so that I know where you, where they heard me and I'll help them in any way that I can. Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Terry your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to sunwesttrust.com, get a copy of, of Terry's book and also check out his YouTube channel. You see, he's got hundreds of videos on there. So great, great way to educate yourself. Thank you again, Terry. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.